NPR. This is the Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. I'm Adrian Ma. And today, joining us for the first time on Indicators of the Week is our colleague, producer Cooper Katz McKim. What's up, Cooper? Hello. I am so excited to be here. And great to have you, Cooper, for the first time. Well, I should say that we did have a synthetic AI version of you on the show before. But uh, this is your first flesh and blood appearance. Yeah, you know, it's weird not to be in AI form. It's how I've come to know myself. Today, three real people here to analyze the economic news with a human touch. That's Indicators of the Week for you. So today, we're going to talk about some mostly good news on inflation, AI coming for Hollywood, and Wendy's surge pricing snafu. Stick with us. Support for NPR comes from ADP. Say you own a business, then suddenly a solar flare adds an extra hour to each day. Would you add an extra shift, shift office hours, install those weird sleeping pod things? You can try to figure it out on your own or just get ADP. From HR to payroll, ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to help your business take on the next anything, even unexplainable cosmic events that end up granting humanity an extra hour a day. ADP. Always designing for people. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Certified Financial Planners. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, Certified Financial Planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Indicators of the week. Darian Woods, why don't you start it off? Okay, my indicator is 2.4%, 2.4% inflation. You know, we are so obsessed with inflation on this show that we actually track it twice. You've got the consumer price index and also it's more sophisticated but aloof cousin PCE inflation. And that's what we're talking about today. Personal consumption expenditures. That's the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation. That seems like pretty good news, right? When the Fed's goal is 2% price growth. Yeah, it is good news. 2.4% is a decent fall from where it was. I mean, you did see some sectors with rising prices that look more than is comfortable. But since the numbers came out, the stock market has been on the rise. That's partly because the slowing price growth means that the Fed might be on track to lower interest rates in the middle of the year. And lower interest rates means that companies' profits out into the future are worth more today. And so that means higher company valuations. And yet, the, the Fed has been kind of talking tough on interest rates recently, right? I mean, mm. sort of implying that rates will be high for longer, which would keep borrowing more expensive and keep the economy from heating up too much. So do you think they might overdo it? That's a really good question, because as good as the PCE inflation numbers were this week, there have been some corners of the economy that have not been faring as well. U.S. manufacturing data came out, and that's been contracting for 16 months in a row. Uh, one area that's getting bad fast is what's known as multifamily loans. That's the technical term for landlords and companies that own apartment blocks. Their late payments and foreclosures shot up in January, almost like a straight line. 
So does that mean cheaper rent is uh, on the way? Well, actually, cheaper rent is partly what's causing that problem. Uh, there's been falling rents in parts of the country, uh, especially in the southwest kind of area. And this is especially where lots of new houses and apartments are getting built. So that's good news for renters amidst uh, what kind of sounds like some dark patches of clouds in an otherwise uh, pretty sunny economy. Yeah. I mean, at least it's respect to jobs and inflation, as we've been talking about. Mm. All right, Adrian, I hear there's another industry that's worried about the future. That is right. We're talking about Hollywood. Mm. So the indicator is $800 million, and it comes from a number of reports this week that are based on an interview Tyler Perry did with The Hollywood Reporter. You probably heard of Tyler Perry, the filmmaker, actor, and also the owner of a studio lot and production facility in Atlanta, Georgia, where lots of movies and TV shows have been shot. So uh, apparently, for the last few years, Tyler Perry has been planning this big expansion to his studio lot that would cost around $800 million. But now, he's putting those plans on hold because he just had his mind thoroughly blown by this thing called Sora. This new software by OpenAI that allows users to generate realistic cinematic movie scenes just by typing in a text prompt. You really think he stopped the entire expansion just because of this one little demonstration? That's what he says. Okay, we'll take his word for it. The company OpenAI has shared some examples of what this software can do on X. And, uh, well, I'll just share a link with you and describe the prompt that they use to create this video. Okay. All right, I am opening it up, and it already looks bizarre. A movie trailer featuring the adventures of the 30-year-old spaceman wearing a red wool-knitted motorcycle helmet, blue sky, salt desert, cinematic style shot on 35-millimeter film. Wow. Vivid colors. All right, we've got the, we've got the woolen cap. He's, he's looking a little surly at the camera, but it's completely realistic. Yeah, these do look like real people. I mean, like, if I had not told you this was generated by AI, would you think this is real? My takeaway is in space, you need a red wool cap. <laughs> <laughs> Gets cold out there. This is really impressive. Like, I mean, typing this in compared to, you know, a film crew and getting the location scouts, I mean, that, that's a lot cheaper, i got to say. This is the point, right? Tyler Perry saw this, and he thought that this is game-changing technology, right? And he said that with software like this, he doesn't have to build massive sound stages or fly crews out to locations. If he wanted to film a scene in the mountains or on the moon, he could just type it into a computer. And he says this could save studios a ton of money. Wasn't there that actor's writer's strike that was going to protect against AI? What happened with that? I mean, this is what's interesting about this is like AI already seems to be killing some Hollywood jobs. Tyler Perry has put this studio expansion on hold and he says he's very conflicted about this because he knows that not going forward with that is going to cost jobs. It's going to cost construction jobs and crew jobs. And yet this hasn't stopped him from using AI in a couple of his own upcoming films. He said in this interview that he actually used AI to simulate an actor looking older, which actually saved a lot of time in the makeup chair. And probably that makeup artist's job, I would imagine. I would think probably. Not an ideal scenario if you're trying to work in this industry. Yes. Okay, so moving on from films, let's go to food. Cooper, tell us about your indicator. All right, my indicator is... A little bit lagging, $30 million. Okay. Uh, Let me explain. A couple weeks ago, the brand new CEO of fast food chain Wendy's announced the company would be investing $30 million in digital menu boards to enable so-called dynamic pricing. Surge pricing. Yeah, real time. This week, the public caught up with the announcement and the internet exploded. 
I think it's fair to say. <laughs> Even Senator Elizabeth Warren called out Wendy's. I saw this. She was worried about uh, so-called price gouging when a company jacks up the price when demand is at its highest. I saw one meme with a stick figure shocked at the $87 price tag for a, for a combo meal. <laughs> and a stick figure could really do with a hamburger. But <laughs> I mean, it sounds a little extreme, but uh, I don't know. Is that where things are headed? Probably not. In response to all the criticism, Wendy's released a statement saying their intentions were misconstrued and that they have no plans to raise prices when customers are visiting the most. Misconstrued, okay. Digital menu boards, though, will allow for real-time price changes. In fact, the statement says, Wendy's wants to use this new digital menu to offer discounts more easily. The dynamic pricing is meant to benefit customers. Is the company really going to invest $30 million in new digital menu boards just so they can offer more discounts? Yeah, if they're going to make money off this, they might need to charge more at some point. A lot of industries are already doing this. Airlines, Disneyland, rideshare apps, they all use dynamic pricing. Uber and Lyft, if you've ever tried to get a ride home on New Year's or some particularly busy day and prices were wildly expensive. This reminds me of a story when Coca-Cola considered making the drink more expensive on hot days. And they got the same response. Dynamic pricing is just tricky. People tend to care a lot when prices go up with demand and they don't care as much when they go down. Yeah, there is a clever way to frame this. And it seems like Wendy's just, they really bungled the PR when it first came out. Unfortunate for a brand new CEO. Not ideal. Not so good for a CEO, but great for your debut Indicators <laughs> of the Week hosting. Thank you so much, Cooper. Darian, Adrian, thank you for having me. This episode was produced by Julia Ritchie with engineering by Valentina Rodriguez-Sanchez. It was fact-checked by Sarah Juarez. Kate Kincannon edits the show and The Indicator is a production of NPR. Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash NPR.